0: so critically acclaimed hi everyone welcome back to the not so critically acclaimed podcast um i hope you guys enjoyed watching jane the virgin on netflix and you are now ready to hear me rant about everything i love about this show so i guess my main thing with this show is the love triangle much like in all my other shows um But I'll say that I was Team Raphael always, always Team Raphael, never changed. And I just loved how they shared such a special bond um, like all throughout the show. And even that was like established at the very beginning of the show, like in that scene when they are at like the clubhouse like restaurant or something um, and they meet like five years before the show starts because you just show you just see that kind of like relationship that uh, first sparked between the two of them. Um, also just a random thing that I think was really touching in how the show created, like, this idea of romantic relationships was the whole, like, heart-glowing element. Um, I just thought that was super cute and never before done, and it kind of added this extra, like, layer of the emotion- and like the connection between individuals and the relationships, as opposed to just like seeing people's um, like their faces when things were happening and like hearing what the narrator said, it just like added something extra, especially because it gave us like, I know I got like super excited when I would see it happening especially like between characters who let's say never were explored or hadn't been explored in a while such as like when Jane was dancing with Raphael at her parents wedding and she you see the heart glow be like oh my god they're reopening this maybe Um, or the scene when they're in front of the like uh, sink in Jane's house and they're like cleaning the dishes and then like both Raphael and Jane feel at the same time and then they kiss and like they that like kind of sparks them getting back together and that's like I think one of my favorite scenes from the whole series Um, but I just I love their relationship from beginning to end I think that they really just made a lot of sense together um, especially because like obviously they were put in this extraordinary never before happened situation of the artificially inseminated um, component and they kind of like had to deal with it and I think that was like another element this idea of like fate versus free will in the show and like they were always like destined to come back to one another um which I think is what the show like just kept pointing back to us for um I also think like okay I know there were a lot of people that were team Michael throughout this show and I was not one of those people just because like I think Raphael and Jane had a much more like passion and excitement and uh yeah there it was a lot more like um not traumatic but like there were a lot more conflicts and issues in their relationship dynamic which is I think why it made for better tv and why I wanted them to be together um but like I think what happened is then like her having to choose like when she chose Michael the first time and then they get or the second time, I guess. Yeah, I think there was like a total of three times because it's always like the first season when she picks, she is with Michael and then she breaks up with Michael and be, and is with Raphael. And then the second time is when they kind of get, she breaks up with Raphael and then gets back together with Michael. They get engaged and then they're about to get married. And then obviously the third time is when Michael dies and then they end up back together. But I think an interesting scene and like story arc that really says a lot about Raphael and Jane's relationship was the wedding so when Jane was getting married to Michael and like she's looking for something or going somewhere um Raphael bumps into her with uh Mateo and she was like um saying like she looks so happy whatever and then you see like the scene of Raphael like saying how he's truly in love with her and he should that she shouldn't marry Michael if she feels like even a tiny bit of that same feeling um and it's the whole like that's what he wants wanted to say and then um but then you see obviously like it like blurs back and goes be like no he didn't actually say that like this is what he said instead um and it reminded me of obviously a scene from one tree hill in season five at lucas's wedding when peyton gets up and says like you can't love you can't marry Lindsay because you have to marry like i love you the comet and everything you broke my you broke um or you fixed my car you fixed my heart like that whole thing but whatever this isn't about one tree hill um but then of course she sits down and then she's like that's what i should have said but instead, um, Raphael just like swallowed his own feelings. And I think that says a lot more about his character and then ultimately their relationship. Um, and then, like I said, I'm just really glad that they ended up with Raphael because um I think that their love story was much more evident throughout the entire story of why it made more sense because they were soulmates and they had this whole thing of like destiny and fate tied with them, but also because they were friends. And I think season three did a really good job of that where like it was the three years. I think it was season three. It was like the three years after Michael died. And now like Jane, you see it does flashbacks and you see like how Raphael was there for Jane when she was like obviously mourning and then dealing with my and like everything in her life trying to get back together and writing her book and everything you just see how like Raphael was constantly there for her even if he wasn't like he wasn't getting anything out of it like he was just being selfless and being a friend and understanding that this that Jane was someone he cared about and he was gonna not he didn't want her to be alone so he was there for her and then ultimately that led to the uh biggest like Quote unquote reward, but like he shouldn't be rewarded because he was just being a friend, and like you shouldn't have to get anything out of being a friend. But the fact that then they like get back together eventually, and then of course the showrunners go in and like just, oh hey, let's put Michael in there, he's back, he's alive. So I know that there that was like a major cliffhanger and was kind of random, like he gets shot in that season finale, I think, or something, and then we're like, oh my god. Because I think I had known that Michael died when I watched the show. Um, Yeah, I feel like I knew this. So I was just, like, waiting. Because I think that's what happened was maybe I was really interested in the show. Like... Or I wanted her to be with Raphael, but I knew she was with Michael or something. But then I think I might have found out that Michael had died. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to watch now because that means she's probably going to end up with Raphael. And so then kind of like around season two or three, I was like, okay, when is he going to die? When is he going to die? So I just assumed, I guess, he would die when he got shot. But then the showrunners were like, no, we're going to make him okay, only to make him die like a few episodes later when you completely like least expect it. And so then I think for them to bring him back, like I think season four had the biggest, was the biggest cliffhanger, you know, Raphael and Jane are in such a good place and Jane goes to his apartment thinking that he's going to propose, but lo and behold, it's Michael. But like, is it? So I was very much like reading all the conspiracies and fan theories being like, he can't be alive. Like, is it going to be a twin? Is it going to be like him with a different thing? Like what's going to happen? And of course they threw in the whole amnesia part of it um but i think like that aspect of it was more like oh hey let's just throw in another random thing like a roadblock to prevent um to prevent like jane and Raphael from being together in the end because like i think they all knew it was going to happen but they were just like delaying the inevitable as a way to you know keep with the theme of their show of having all these like twists and turns but also because they needed like to build time and or whatever to see how the show was run was going to end i also always think this about shows like because i know certain like certain um people do this and certain people don't but like do the showrunners like have an idea of how the show is going to end um and then they just like fill in the p they but they just don't know how they're going to get there and they kind of fill in the pieces as they go or is it just like filling in the pieces as they go for everything i mean like kind of like what we talked about with gossip girl how about how they kind of put chuck and blair together but they didn't know how that was gonna play out um whereas like um a show that i will probably do even though it's Critically acclaimed, so very much unlike this. But the show, This Is Us, the showrunners have always said they know exactly how it ends, um, and I think I know how it ends. But I'll leave that for another week's discussion. Um, but I always wonder if that, like, how that played into this show and this creation. But overall, I'm really glad that Raphael and Jane got together. And if they hadn't, I probably would have stopped watching. To be honest, like, had Michael not died or something, if like Raphael died, ooh, I would have stopped watching. Um, but anyway, let's see. So things I didn't necessarily like about the show. I mainly like my least favorite season, I think is season three, just because that's when like Raphael went off the deep end and like he didn't shave his beard and he didn't cut his hair. So he was very like rugged. He wasn't like being his like slick laid back like uh guy who works in the hotel and like has his life together. But I think it was kind of like good retrospectively like he needed to have that to then like grow as a person and change as a person and then be there with Jane as she was dealing with like the loss of Michael. Um but honestly in that season what I didn't like major part was when Tyler Posey came in like he played Adam and he was just like this long time ago like random love interest of Jane and they kind of like just had a random relationship because obviously like he she had a son and I don't know how much he was involved in that. And he was kind of like going and coming and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't like that. Um, also just a small thing. Like when they recasted Mateo, I didn't like that because at first, like they had the infant Mateo, which was fine. But then when he became like more of a toddler, two to three years old or something, I didn't really think necessarily about it, but I grew to love the Like, the character, the um, actor who played him. Like, I thought he was super cute and super mushy and all that. And then they recasted him, and I didn't like that because I thought the other one was so much cuter. Um, But regardless, that's the only, like, casting thing. Um, I will say, like, all the crazy storylines in the show were great like with Rose and Magda and Ineska but they did get kind of confusing to be honest just because like there were so many times when like a character would die and then they wait they would come back no wait there's a twin wait they're dead again no wait they come back like it was just like all this things going on all over the place and I kind of actually I know this isn't like an academic uh podcast but I thought I would just tie in something I learned in my class in my film class because I feel like it's very applicable here it's like this thing called retrospective continuity aka retconning which is basically when like creators of of a show or a movie or something will go back and like alter some fact that was already like pre-established in uh the plot line in order to allow for like the expansion of that um like franchise or something so the fact that like michael was killed and then they went back and they brought him back to life that was like changing a set fact like they can't Just do that but they do it as a way to like make the show like never ending kind of so that was a cool little film studies element um but like I was saying I kind of I guess it's kind of necessary for them to have all those like crazy twists and everything because that is the point of a telenovela um and a way of like making the show have all these twists and last and like fit the genre um I also, just, like, this was, like, uh, I guess a major plot line, but, like, something I really didn't like. I didn't like how Petra just, like, magically found another sperm sample of Raphael's and then got, like, artificially inseminated and pregnant with the twins because I just thought that was, like, again, like, retconning, just kind of adding this other element. Like, they said that he only had the one sperm sample, so, like, how can there be two now? Um, But it was more so that I didn't want Raphael to, like, have – another like have children with someone other than jane because i was so invested in their relationship i wanted him to be fully invested in just mateo and then have like their cute little family in order but i will say that um i guess it makes sense because like petra grew so much as a character throughout the show that it was only fair to like give her the chance to become more involved in their family um granted like she Her intentions of doing it was more to, like, keep Raphael and his money and his power and all that, but in the end, it, like, worked a lot better, and then it allowed for, like, Petra and Jane to become such great friends and be there for one another, and they have, like, the weekly brunches, and they help out with the kids and everything, so that's, like, a really cute, like, dynamic, uh, like, family set um, that was, like, something different um, from the, for the show. Um, it was also interesting just to see, like, Petra's character become a mom because she's so not the type that would be a mom and be, like, having maternal instinct, which I guess they explored a little bit. Um, but I think the family dynamic also plays into another reason why like so many people love this show is again, similar to Gilmore girls, just like the family relationships and family dynamics that are explored, especially between like Jane, her mom and her grandmother. And you see like how they go through so many conflicts such as like, um, like the grandmother. Oh my God. What, why am I blanking on her name? I mean, it's a but like something else I can't remember. Um, when, She has like her whole uh, citizenship uh, issue and like the um, concern of immigration and she has to pass her tests and uh, get her green card and everything. That was something that was like definitely bringing the characters together. And then like when Siomara had uh, breast cancer in the last season um, and that really like challenged them. Um, So I think it was just very like tastefully done the way they showed all these different dynamics between the family um, relationship. So that was something that was really loved by a lot of people. Um, And then I guess I'll just talk about how the show ended. So overall, love the show. Like there's not as much, there aren't as many things that I don't like about the show compared to others. Like other shows have so many more issues in my opinion. But honestly, the way it ended, I was a little surprised because i did like how i liked the clever ending because i love clever endings and whatnot about how like Raphael and jane are sitting after their wedding love that it ended with their wedding by the way super cute um how they're like sitting under a tree or something and they're talking about jane's book and the book deal and how they're gonna then she's like they're gonna make it into a telenovela and it's kind of like that same like paying homage to the show very similar to gilmore girls and how it ended in the year in the life with the creation of the gilmore girls book and then in Dawson creek out ended with the tv show about the um the creek and their lives and how it's very much like circling back to an element incorporated in the characters, such as like the writing aspect because jane is a writer and then kind of like summing up in the show and like tying it with a bow and being all like rewarding and i also liked how of course it was revealed that the narrator is mateo all grown up because that you just that's really tasteful and something like i totally like had forgotten about until i was like kind of remembering things for the show to talk about on the podcast and honestly like i think in the series finale when we were watching it like i didn't really think about like who was going to be because it wasn't like gossip girl where we're like it's this big secret that people are talking about like the narrator is just like outside of the show um And doesn't really like relate necessarily other than stringing things together. Um, So I think that was like very well done. But my overall like little issue is that I was expecting more for the finale. I thought just based on like the track record of the show and how many twists and turns there were. I thought that they would end with some like major twist that would honestly like make some fans a little bit upset but overall like we would understand because it just fits like the genre of it being a telenovela and fit the theme of the show but um I don't know so like I remember like I was watching the series finale and I was like when they like said like they'll make it into a telenovela and then like the end and I was like wait what that's it like there's nothing else like I was expecting some like big like change big um, like reveal I don't know like just some I don't know I have no ideas about what that would be I was just expecting some big like I don't know something big to happen that would like make people shocked um, but aside, love the show. Also like the cast is just, they're amazing people. Um, I remember when they were filming the last season and then when they were like wrapping certain characters, I would like, I follow some of them on Instagram. So I would watch their Instagram stories and it was just like, um, super cute to see how close they are and like see them crying on set. And during the last like table read, it's like, you can see they're all super emotional. Um, But you can just see there's so much love between all the cast and crew. And I think it's a really special show. And I really miss it because maybe I'll just watch it again. Who knows? I do that very well. (laughs) Um, But anyway, that's it for talking about Jane the Virgin. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed everything I had to say. Uh, Let me know if there's something else you want me to talk about and reference the show. Also, hit me up if you want me to talk about a specific show I do have like a list of some shows but if there are ones that you say then maybe that'll prop them up to the top of the list or maybe a show I haven't seen or if you have like show recommendations based on my interest in all the shows I've done up until now because I'm always open to suggestions I've been told that I need to watch you and I need to watch Veronica Mars so don't tell me to watch those um But otherwise, that's it for the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. If you're not already following me on Instagram, please do so so you can let me know. You can find out what shows I'm doing. Um, But otherwise, that's it. And thanks for listening. Bye.